Today's Local Lady podcast is made possible by Riverton Remax All-Star Realtors. If you're looking to buy or sell a property in Fremont County, Riverton Remax has great staff that will assist you on your journey to a new home. Check out Riverton Remax All-Stars Realtors on Facebook. There are several great properties for sale right now. Hello, Riverton and Fremont County. It is Bethany Baldus today in the Porter's 10 Cast Studio for the Local Lady Podcast. And today is kind of a different show. I have five guests in today, and um, they all have a little bit unique perspective to the community. Um, This idea came to me when I was talking to my guest, Apollo, this summer, and I was telling him about the balloon rally and he says to me Bethany do you have something going on every weekend in Riverton and um, I was kind of shocked when the answer was yes and sometimes I think that we're so um, used to the things that we do that we kind of forget the uniqueness and the special parts of Riverton and so I just want to welcome all of my guests today I have Apollo Pazell Josh Heckathorn, Sydney Allred, Joe Gilpatrick, and Will Hill. Some have been here for a while, and some um, are just temporary, stop by, come for different events kind of people. So um, enjoy the show, and we will get started. So, Will, you have been here for a few years, correct? Yeah, 13 years. 13 years. Um, So kind of what were some of your first impressions of Riverton? Um, Well, I... I came from Indiana, and uh, uh, everything was wet there and green. And then I, I originally, when I moved to Wyoming, I moved to Casper, and everything is not wet <laughs> nor green in Casper. And uh, and so the first time, I, my boss at the time said, uh, hey, I've, I've got a job for you in Riverton. I said, where is Riverton? I've only been here for a couple of months. And, uh, and he said, just get on that highway drive for a couple of hours. You'll be good. And, uh, and I did. And I, I remember my very first impression of Riverton was driving into town and, and I thought things are greener here. <laughs> that first impression greener that, that, was all must that have been, must've been the spring. It, it was, uh, well, it was in, in the late summer. Late summer. Good. Must've been a good year then. It, it was the a good farmers year. were happy that year. <laughs> it was a good year and, and it was greener. And so, uh, so my first impression was, was really positive. And, and then when I, um, I ended up taking that job over here and, um, then my, my next impression was, um, that, that people were extremely welcoming. Uh, I, I was a new guy to, to my job. The previous guy just hadn't really jived with people here. Um, and, uh, or, or the job in general. And, uh, and so I, I was really kind of at a loss for what to do. There was a big task ahead of me and, um, people just overwhelmingly jumped in. Um, I had, uh, I, I worked for the Boy Scouts and, and so I had, I was the professional volunteer and then I had all these other volunteers and, um, I had several volunteers go, oh, what do you need to move in? Can we help you move in? Uh, what do you need? Um, I knew nobody here and immediately had invites to go out to dinner, um, come try this place. Uh, my first, 
first meal out in Riverton was was a calzone at Peretz. Mm. And uh, <laughs> at the time, they were $6.50, and they were about as big as my head. You right. Know, they were huge. <laughs> Um, flopped off the plate and I thought, man, this is a pretty good place. So, um, yeah, overwhelmingly positive when, when I first arrived and, um, even, um, the first time I had to drive up to Dubois, they, they, I had no idea because somebody had told me, uh, that you, um, I can't remember what came first, but they had given me the pronunciation of something in Fremont County. So I looked at Dubois and I thought, ah, Papoja. Uh, I looked at him, Papoja. Okay. Well, if, if that's Papoja, then du, Dubois should be Dubois. And so I said Dubois, and uh, and people only made fun of me a little bit. So. <laughs> well, now we can rehash that and make fun of you again. Yes. So. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> We're set. Um, all right. Well, Alrighty. how are you today, Josephine? I'm excellent. How are you today? <laughs> Good. So I have Josephine Gilpatrick on for the local ladies out of towners. Now, Josephine, you've been here for a few years. 30. 30. <laughs> So, and I, I hate when, um, people don't like, I feel like in this community, sometimes we're like, well, you're not fifth generation, but I consider you a face of Riverton for sure. You've done a lot for our community and, um, I appreciate all of that, but I kind of wanted to go, um, because you have been here for 30 years when you came to Riverton, kind of what your first impression was. So I'm from Minnesota originally. I grew up in a fairly small town there. Um, coming to Riverton was like coming home. Um, it's uh, the size that I like. I love to be outside, but I, I love the people. And so it, it was like coming home for me. Came from Denver, uh, followed the job, and uh, ended up here in Riverton. So um, it's coming home. Apollo, what were your first impressions of Riverton when you came First impressions of Riverton uh, are I've traveled a lot around the country, around the world, and I've seen a lot of small towns. So typically, um, this seemed like a typical small town environment. Um, but after being able to spend some time here, you know, you unwrap a lot of different layers around Riverton that make it very special. Josh, what are some first impressions you had of Riverton? People here really take pride in their town. They want to keep it clean. They want to keep it beautiful. And they really have a spirit of entrepreneurship in which they want to see this town grow to be something great. And I think that's just wonderful because I've been around the country. I was born and raised in Maryland on the East coast. And, you know, people there just didn't quite take pride in their community. You know, there was riots and people were burning down businesses and smashing in windows. And you could never imagine that happening out here because people would protect their community first and they really know their neighbors and they love their neighbors as well. And I think it's just a great Christian community as far as exemplifying those values. Hi, Sydney. How are you doing today? I'm good. Good. Um, so what was your first impression of Riverton? So my very first impression was back when I was in high school and we had to play sports against Riverton, particularly basketball against Fremont County. That was a negative impression. We, <laughs> we did not perform well in that respect. <laughs> but moving here, it was awe. It, how much I didn't know about the community. I had driven through it on my way down to Laramie for college. I don't know how many times. But I'd never actually driven up Main Street. I had never stopped in some of the local shops. And the people and the connection that immediately you feel when you do those things, that's what has surprised me about Fremont County. Because 
to be quite honest, that is when I told people I was moving here, that is not what I was told. I was told, oh my gosh, it's dangerous. It's, you know, fill in the blank with all of these negative stereotypes. I've not experienced that here. I've only experienced openness, connection, and some really excellent, excellent people. What is something that's unique to this area that you had never experienced before you came here? Wow. Um, I think the, the sense of, um, the sense of place was, uh, was one that, that kind of struck me because, um, you know, in Casper, people are excited about Casper, but you know, they, they'll go other places. It's not really Casper that, that draws them there. Uh, it's stuff in Casper. In Indiana, people liked their home and they bragged about their home, but the next town was, you know, five miles down the road. Uh, here, there, there's this intense sense of, of, of identifying with a place, I think. And that, that really struck me. You know, you, you are, if you're from Riverton, you are not from Lander. <laughs> if you are, if you're from Lander, you're not from Riverton. And, uh, and, and there's some, there's some negative connotations with that too, but I, I found it, um, really for me, really positive and refreshing that, uh, that people wanted to, um, pitch in and bend over backwards, uh, to do something positive for Riverton because it was Riverton, not because their job was here, not because their favorite store was here or whatever, but because it was their place. And, uh, and I, I found that very unique. It's, it's not unique in all the world, but I found it very unique here. So Riverton is a little bit unique for me in that it's diverse in culture, uh, being in the center of the reservation. And I think there's so many benefits to that, that, um, for the, our community culturally and uh, traditionally as well as financially that uh, we have to pay pay respect to that. And so for me that was a big change was I had not come from a situation like that before, but I truly respect it and honor it. After getting to know Riverton, um, it became very clear and very apparent that the love for the community um, is paramount. Um, outside, of, outside of taking care of their families and, and their immediate friends, it's very clear that the community matters a lot. Um, events every week, um, a concerted effort to come together to make sure that things improve, um, keeping a community alive in challenging times. I know that when I first came to Riverton, it was during the recession, and the atmosphere, while, while critical, was also dedicated to improving the environment and improving the city, and that's something you don't see. Most people are not willing to put in the work that's necessary to be able to do it, and Riverton has a spirit that I've never seen um, anywhere else. One very unique thing here is just the openness and friendliness of the people there. Even if you're a stranger, they're welcoming welcome you with open arms, even into their home <laughs> at times, and they will really make you feel like this is the kind of place you want to be, and they want you to be a part of it. They want to have something bigger than what they have right now. Even though it's really great right now, they're very open with that community model in which they're... It's, it's like, you know, one, one man once said, I heard on me, said that Wyoming is like one small town with long roads. <laughs> and that's what it's like. This is just... This whole state and this town really exemplifies Wyoming Valleys really well. It's one big small town, and I don't think you'll lose that. No matter how many people come here, I think people will retain that identity. So I serve on the board of directors for Unified Police in Utah. 
and I think that it's important, um, you know, dealing with dealing with many issues with the police um, and communities, um, the engagement between the two. Um, I think that it's important um, for communities to have a good relationship with their with their public services. And I'll tell you, I've never seen a community, no matter which size, that has a police force that has a dedication to the safety, comfort, and um, and and and. Um, um, community atmosphere that the Riverton Police Department does. I want to bring that up because we've recently had to deal with them on a couple of different occasions. And each time, I've been incredibly impressed by their um, dedication to to service, to promote, promoting a safe environment while also keeping a community feel. So that's something you guys have that's a that's a gem and 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 hard and something that other police departments work very very hard to try to achieve. And you guys have it. What is something we could do a little better? Being, being the owner of a, of a local media organization, uh, I hesitate to say this, but uh, I think um, communication is something that is, uh, is really difficult. You know, um, it's, it's interesting how easily something gets twisted. You know, uh, any of the media, media organizations or calendars or sources of any information whatsoever uh, can put something out in, in Riverton and say, this is happening at this time. And there will be people that will comment on the post on social media or that will ask questions, right? So what time is this happening? And and I, I don't know whether it's that we need to work harder to listen to what other people are saying, to listen to each other, or we need to work harder to provide more comprehensive opportunities at communication. Um, but I, I, I frequently run into people that just, they don't know what's going on. And so they'll say, I, I told my wife, um, 13 years ago, I heard people say, there's nothing going on here. I said, I have finally come to the point where that frustrates me to no end. I, and it, it, I want to pull my hair out, not because I'm just tired of hearing about it, but because I have more stuff on my schedule than, than is possible to do, you know, <laughs> and I'm like there is stuff going on every single night, anywhere you want to go to, there's stuff. And, um, and you just have to know, but to know you have to listen and we have to tell. And I think that that's a difficulty. I run into a lot of people that say, um, well, I put it on the calendar, which calendar. (laughs) And, uh, and so that's a, that's, that's difficult. We don't, we don't know how to communicate, um, broad, broadly communicate in, in Riverton, I think, or it's a hard, hard thing for us. We have done some things in the past year, but I agree. I was in a meeting the other day that um, they came last year, and their top thing was that that they came up with was we didn't have communication. Mm-hmm. And to look at where we are from this year, so maybe next year we'll be that much further down the road. <laughs> oh, yeah, I definitely agree. <laughs> yep. they, and people are out there. I mean, that goes back to my um, previous answer. You know, yep. and There are people that are attacking that because yep. they see that's a problem, and mm-hmm. so they're uh, they're working really hard. You know, the, the, the city with the new calendar, um, I've seen the chamber's calendar is like 20 miles long with every event yes. possible. You so know. now we just need people to plug back in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yep. Because people are out there trying to get the word out. It's just making sure mm-hmm. everybody knows where to find it. That's a pretty good question. You know, I, um, I love living here. So I think that we do a lot of things really well. I think that all over the country, we're struggling with uh, acceptance of, of anything that's just a little bit different. And I think that as a country, we need to to do that. Um, always can do better. There's always better to be done. And so for me, I think that probably would be it is, it is as a country. And 
as a community to come together. We were a melting pot. <laughs> yeah, we are. I mean, our country has always been that, and uh, I don't think Riverton's any different than the rest of the country. Yep. Um, to be accepting and tolerant and patient as we continue to um, as we continue to grow as a country and change our values. I mean, where our parents were is not where we are today and where our kids will be in the future. So it's a continuing to grow and accept. Sure. I think you need to learn to love your community. I think that uh, I think that you you have something special, and it's because you guys have come together to build something special. I've never known anybody that loves their community so much but doesn't realize how much they love it. And I think that you guys need to embrace your community, which I think you do, but I think you need to outwardly embrace your community and be aware of how wonderful it is um, because it is very, it's, it's very appealing. And, um, and I think that the one thing that I would recommend to the community is to be more cognizant of the fact that you guys are something special because you are. Josh, what's something that we could do a little better? I'd say something that can be done a little bit better is I think the community can come together more often to get to know one another and just become even closer neighbors and friends and families, which they already have done to an extent. But I think that that could be continued to be pursued and it could be achieved and you could have a very, very tightly knit community. And a lot of the problems that people can see can be solved overnight as people come together and work together on community solutions to the problems that are being faced because it, it does take a village sometimes to solve some problems and people need help. You know, there are people who need help and some people are providing help, but there's still problems to be solved and people to be loved. And I think this community has that love in them that they can really fulfill that. Tell people what we're doing. Um, you know, I in our line of work at the crisis center, we always are in conversations about bad stuff happening because that's what people are asking for. We need to flip the narrative and start telling people the good things this community does because there's a lot of them. Everything from the different community events that are held all the way through the way the community wraps around people who are in trouble. I mean, I'm just thinking back to some of the flooding that we've had happen or some of the families who, who had fires in their homes. This community springs into action, but we never get to talk about that. So um, I think just... Let's talk about the good things this community does. And if people aren't willing to ask us, let's tell them anyways. What brought you to Riverton? I guess you kind of answered that one, but. I did, yeah. I, um, I, I went to college in Michigan, and my wife is from Casper. We met there. And, um, and when I, I moved out to Wyoming, I didn't have a job because a, a job offer had fallen through. And uh, so I stayed with her brother. And that situation needed to end in a really <laughs> big hurry. So uh, I was looking for anything that um, would give me a stable income. And um, and I, I was working a job, but it wasn't a it wasn't a job that I could get married with or have a family on. And and um, but my boss said, "Hey, I've got something in Riverton." And so I, I uh, sight unseen, moved out to Riverton, took the first uh, rental place that I could find, and um, and plugged in to to be a professional volunteer and um, you know help kids and families find activities to do and and do some fundraising and things like that. Um, and and so yeah, that's that's what brought me here a, a job and uh, and I've stayed here for 
for everything else because that job left a long time ago. I know, <laughs> you know I left that job, I guess I should say. <laughs> Uh, now I have to ask because um, I would have been a little kid when I first made this road trip. But from Casper to River, or from Casper to Shoshone, was that the longest time you had ever gone without seeing pretty much anything? That it, it felt like I had traveled for years, <laughs> for years. Uh, and now, it, now I don't think of it as anything. Sure. It's like oh, I'm going to run to the store. I, I mean, Casper, you know. <laughs> And, uh, but that's going to change soon because the stores will be here to... <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah. You know, run, run to any... I mean, the same... I'm going to run to Walmart. I'm yeah, going to run to Casper. Yeah. I'm going to run... It's just down the road. Um, but yes, it was the longest... Now the, the longest um, the longest stretch of highway in, in all of Wyoming, in, in my opinion, is um, from the top of the gas hills. You know, when you, you, call, you crest over the hill and you look down, you see... All this, what is that? Uh, what rim is that? Beaver rim. Beaver rim, that's right. Um, you look from the top and uh, and you're looking down at everything. That to uh, hitting, um, what is it there? Rollins or, uh, no. no, no coming um, back into Riverton, hitting the, the intersection. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. coming back into Riverton right there by the, the, the Big Wind River Bridge. Uh, what is that, 18 miles? <laughs> yeah, it's like nothing, right? And it... it I swear it takes a <laughs> lifetime to get from the top of Beaver Rim to the bottom, especially after you've been driving back from Laramie or, sure. you know, somewhere. Sure. Just, but yeah, yeah, it was the longest I'd ever gone. <laughs> so I have been doing some work in Riverton for about two years. So I come back frequently. I come back uh, probably once or twice a quarter and I spend a couple, uh, a little bit of time here. So it's become a home away from home for me, mostly because of the economic opportunity for me uh, to come out here. So, so mine, I, I came out here for a job. What brought you to Riverton? I came out west because it's where my family was. It was where my heritage was, and I really wanted to become a part of something like that because I was born and raised in Maryland, and it was like one big city where no one knew each other, and I really wanted to be a part of a community in which I could commit to it and give something back to it and be proud of what it becomes. And I think it's been wonderful to be able to work in this area you know I've cooked at a KFC which is great because they hear a southern accent and they hire me immediately I did that for eight months recently and I also volunteer on in local politics and local community efforts as well I think that's been a real blessing to be able to help others and it's been wonderful to get to know so many people because it's the more you get to know people the more you get to love them and you know love's a verb and it takes action and I, I love to see that action because we have a lot of great people here. I got a job. Um, I got hired at my position, and it made a lot of sense for um, my fiancé and I at the time. My family is from Cody, Wyoming. His family is in Laramie, Wyoming. We get to split the gap. So I got hired here. Central Wyoming. It, yes, right? So um, that brought me here, and I've been thankful ever since. What is your favorite part of the area? I think it's, it's um, people's willingness to to jump on board. And, and that's not, that's not across the board, but, um, there, there are a lot of people here right now that if you say, uh, I want to try this, they'll say, great. What do you need? Uh, I think that, that that's, that, and, and every town goes through its, its ebbs and flows, you know, and when I, when I first arrived here, um, you know, in, in a broad community sense, uh, you had to move things forward yourself. And uh, from a professional sense, from a, 
you know, if you wanted to start a new organization, you had to drive it forward. Uh, but now it feels like if you have a good idea, you can find five, six, a dozen people pretty quickly that want to help drive that forward and, and want to do whatever it is that's positive in the community. So um, I think that's uh, that's my favorite part because I, I love to come up with new ideas and I have a new one every day. And <laughs> it's pretty easy to find people that want to help move that forward. And, and so that's a lot of fun. Oh, by far the 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 people um, to I was at the Harvest Fest over the weekend and to see so many and to know so many and to have so many so much in common with so many people for sure. Um, but I to be outside to to spend days uh, either fishing or water skiing on the lakes to go hiking the sinks to um, to watch the sunset over the mountains. Yeah, all of it's it's just a very unique and beautiful place. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. So as a whole, I've really liked Riverton. Um, it's, a, it's a great community to be in. Um, but my favorite part, even though it's not in the city, it's part of your culture, and that was the, uh, the Riverview cutoff road right up behind town. That was my favorite thing to do. It's very relaxing, very beautiful. Some of those views are stunning, out-of-this-world views, um, just right up behind town. And that's, um, you know, you get to experience the wildlife, the deer, the, the, the beautiful vistas. And this fall has been incredible. Um, and I was unaware of that until just recently. So that's been my favorite, most recent part. And my second favorite part is you have incredible restaurants for for a small town. Small towns don't have incredible restaurants. And um, and your restaurants are, are, are very good. What's your favorite part of Riverton? I just love this, the streets and the side neighborhoods, how they're just covered with beautiful trees, especially in the time of autumn, you know, the red, yellows, and colors, and all the little animals that go around, except for the bees, of course. But even those are nice because they keep all the flowers blooming, and it's it's just such a beautiful community. And, you know, the weather's pretty nice. You know, winter's coming, but it's most of the year it has pretty lovely weather, and you just love to walk outside, just walk outside, and you can just kind of take in that atmosphere. You know, the air feels free and fresh, and it's just wonderful. Oh, gosh. I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, we got we to gotta mention that. I mean... It was just at the very beginning of spring. I was driving in to Riverton um, right at the outside of town, and three moose Ugh. walked across the highway, um, had all four lanes of traffic there shut down. But honestly, the people, like this community, the way it shows up for people in need, whether it is an illness or an unexpected crisis at home, or even if it's just I'm, I'm struggling this month, this community shows up for people and it cares and it's not superficial. I will care about this issue if you put my name on it, but it is, I care. How can I help? And I think that that is just beautiful. And it's why I think, um, well, I know it's why my husband and I chose to buy a home. Um, we're not leaving. Thank you all for listening. And, um, I hope you enjoyed the show. Come join us on Friday, October 18th, 4 to 6. We'll be at the Rusty Truck. This is going to be for the 10-tap party. Uh, all the proceeds will go to the Tough Enough for um, Fremont County Cancer Fund. It's going to be a really good time, and I look forward to seeing everybody there. Bye. Today's Local Lady Podcast is made possible by Riverton Remax All-Star Realtors. If you're looking to buy or sell a property in Fremont County, Riverton Remax has great staff that'll assist you on your journey to a new home. Check out Riverton Remax All Stars Realtors on Facebook. 
There are several great properties for sale right now.